Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yeah, uh, this is a big game for us. Uh, well, one is Sunday night, so uh, the world will be watching. And uh, we want to we wanna show the world that, you know, the Vikings are not the ones to be counted out on. So... Uh, and plus they're five and one, so they are a great team. Uh, and, uh, we want to be on that, you know, plus side of our record. I like the humble over hype sweatshirt that he's rocking there too. And he, he is, he does seem to be a pretty humble guy. Very unreceiver like. Yeah. Usually it's hype over humble. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I'm going to talk as much as possible. Interesting. I'm going to be super high maintenance. He, he strikes Terrell me. Owens. I don't know him at all. He strikes me as a good kid. I, I might agree. be totally wrong. I don't know. But he just strikes me as a good kid. I agree with that. Yep. Um, all right. Declan's a good kid. I'm all right. Our executive producer. Okay. Judd Mackey here. This is Purple yeah. Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Definitely if you're watching us. Humble. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot Definitely. of hype. A lot of hype. Definitely hype. A lot of self-hype. Equal parts hype, hype and yeah. humble. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of humble there, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, if you're watching us on a, on a TCL TV, thank you, because TCL is one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They support us, and uh, they get a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. When you support our partners and sponsors, you support us, so thank you guys. And uh, every week, we take a market look at the Vikings game. It's called Purple Props, and we go through different odds and props. We'll pick the game on this episode, as we usually do. But, boys, let's start with NFL MVP odds from oddshark.com. You like that? You like that? Now, you guys haven't seen this yet, right? No, I haven't. Okay. I'm with them. Who do you think... I'm going to ask you a couple questions here. Who do you think should be the odds-on favorite right now to win NFL MVP? In, in the, like in the league as a whole? Yes. Um, I think Derrick Henry has to be up there because, my God, he, he's on pace for more than 2,000 yards. Now, yes, it's going to be in a 17-game season, but that's impressive. And quarterback-wise? So Derrick Henry's eighth right now. Eighth, okay, because he's a running back. Aaron Rodgers? I would say the top three, just guessing in no order, are Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers. You got one of the top three right. Oh, wow. Kyler Murray is second right now at 4-1. to one. Aaron Rodgers not in top three? Huh. Aaron Rodgers, no, admittedly, this did come out before last night. Okay. He right, probably right. goes higher. You know, He's 12-1, to one, sixth, 
and Lamar Jackson is ninth, just wow. behind Derrick Henry at twenty-five to one. Okay, then I have no idea. Yeah, we have too. So Josh yeah, Allen is number one. I guess it's like yeah. basically three and a half to one. That's true. Kyler Murray's four to one. Dak Prescott's five to one. Where do you think Kirk Cousins should factor in here somewhere? Uh, I'm waiting to see, guy. I I am too. Not, I, I need to see the, the next four games. I mean, not yet. Is he making? Is he putting together a resume to factor in? Yes. Yeah, I, I would. If Lamar Jackson's ninth, which I think is incredibly low, yeah. I really do. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah. Um. Then Kirk is shouldn't probably be nowhere near the top ten of it. So I'll, I'll go through it here, so you can kind of see the context. Josh Allen's number one. He's at three and a half to one. Kyler Murray's four to one. Dak Prescott's five to one. Tom Brady seven to one. Matt Stafford eight to one. That's enough. Like he's having a really yep. good season. That's my guy. And team team wins factor in here too. Uh, Aaron Rodgers twelve to one. Justin Herbert eighteen to one. Derrick Henry twenty two to one. Lamar Jackson twenty five to one. Tied with Derek Carr. Sneaky good season for him. Yeah, really good. And they're winning some games. Joe Burrow thirty five to one. Pat Mahomes still in there at forty to one because he's Pat Mahomes. Yep. And then you get to Kirk Cousins at fifty to one. So he's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He's thirteenth right now in the MVP odds according to oddshark.com. Why is Lamar Jackson so low? Declan's right about that one. That really well, surprises me. You know, I'm just this is just off the top of my head, but I think like he's not putting up the number like he had the big four hundred yard game, but he's you know, he's like I want to say he's like eight or nine touchdown passes and four interceptions. He's running the ball. Um but I think some of these other guys are just putting up more gaudy overall numbers in the passing game. But I'm with you. It does feel low. It, it does low. feel low for him. I mean, he, like I'm probably putting him above I Justin guess. Herbert. He, yeah. he only has 10 touchdowns of five picks, which okay. through, ten, with, right. through seven games is conservative. Okay. Yeah, Brady has like 20 touchdowns yeah. already, doesn't okay. he? Yeah, that makes a little more sense. So, that, so that's part of the reason why. Some of this is perception. But um, – I guess my next question off this is what needs to happen for Kirk to rise up into like the top three, top five, where he's in there with Br- not Brady's career, but like MVP odds for so like top three, he- top three odds. Mm-hmm. They need to win the next four games and he, he needs to play lights out. Top three. Yes. You, you would need to run like the table. Four and oh, right. Four and oh, um, one or two picks. Uh, take your pick on touchdowns, like, you know, 10 touchdowns. But you would need to have your team run the table with these next four games where he beats uh, potentially what? Dak Prescott, if he plays on Sunday, he beats Lamar Jackson, he beats Justin Herbert, and then Rodgers, and he's absolutely lights out. That would, I think, I'm not positive, but I think that would get him into the top three. Yeah, he right now... So let's play out that scenario here just for Kirk's numbers. You know, he's uh he's sitting on 13 touchdowns, two picks. You know, he's averaging just under 300 yards a game, which is I think he's like 5th or 6th in yards per game. Um if if they were to do that, which obviously sweeping these next four games is a huge long shot. Yes. But hey, raise the expectations. Go get it. Like you got weapons, you got a defense, playing a couple home games, go get it. You might you're not going to get a healthy Dak Prescott this weekend, but if they come out of this and somehow they're like seven and three or six and four even, and he's got, let's tack ten touchdowns on, like Judd said, twenty three touchdowns, and let's say there's two interceptions in there, 
23 touchdowns and four interceptions, and they're beating good teams, then he's probably top five in MVP. You know, you got to keep in mind that these other quarterbacks, like Matt Stafford's going to win a bunch of games the next month. Tom Brady's going to win a bunch of games the next month. Yes. So it, it really comes down to if they were to have beat the Cardinals and the Bengals and they were sitting at five and one, he would be much higher on this list. Because mm-hmm. then, then, then he would have four game winning drives on the season. Yeah. So, it, so the kicker and Dalvin Cook, or the just the bad call on that Dalvin Cook fumble, are probably the two biggest things that are preventing him from being higher up on this list. Greg Joseph, <laughs> Greg bleeping Joseph, that guy. So, those are your NFL MVP odds. Uh, before we pick the game here, let's also look at playoff chances. The Vikings, right now, according to Football Outsiders, have a forty-eight percent chance to make the playoffs. So we're almost up to a coin flip. By the way, by the oh, way, that's better odds than the Chiefs have right now to make the playoffs yeah. in a much more hyper-competitive AFC. The AFC that's just has why. a ton of teams throwing haymakers. The NFC is just like, like now that the Seahawks are kind of out of it. It's Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, they have a 16% chance to win the division only after the Packers won last night. That's yeah. fair. And only a 1% chance to win the Super Bowl. If the playoffs started today, the Vikings would play Tom Brady and the Bucks on the road in the first round. Yeah. Those, those odds to me are perfect. Yeah. Like that is exactly I agree. right. But a, but a coin flip. Yes. Hey, you start 0-2 and you got a coin flip chance coming out of the bye week. I think yep. you'd sign up for that. It definitely feels point. like, too, that um, after it looking like the NFC North was just going to have the one division winner getting in the playoffs. It seems like the Vikings start rattling off some wins that they'll probably be able to actually be one of those wild card teams, or at least the Packers too. It seems like they actually might be one of the wild card teams out of the North. I agree completely. Yeah, I don't see the like, East I'm again. Is just awful. Yeah, East is terrible outside no, of Dallas. Again, they are terrible. Yeah, so like the, the the teams you're competing against for playoff positioning just for those wild card spots. You know, let's just play an either-or game here. Who's the better team, Vikings or Bears? Vikings. Vikings, right? That's not particularly close right now. Correct. Vikings or Panthers? Vikings. They Vikings. just beat them, and yep. again, I don't think that's that close right now. Vikings or 3-3 three and three Falcons? Vikings. Vikes. Vikings. And then the other team, so those are all the, the fellow three-win teams. Some of those teams are 3-4. and four. If you want to go down to the 2-4 and four teams that are only a game back of you, well, there's only one of them. Uh, it's San Francisco. Yeah, and I and I think that I think the Vikings I can't tell with them. Yeah, that, I don't think that's they're a sweeping ho- giant anymore either. I, I think they are who they the are. Quarterback thing there yeah. is really unless Trey right Lance now, like comes in and basically correct. like pulls a Colin Kaepernick where he just steps in and all of a sudden they're just unbelievable. And I don't, I don't see, see that. It. I don't see that either. Yeah, and Seattle obviously they're two and five with other two and five teams in the NFC East that are just garbage. But like Seattle's a good team that's just Russell Wilson. No, well, I, I should say the back. Seattle's not a good team, but Russell Wilson makes them a good team when he's on the field, and uh, they're just—I think they're now that they're two and five, their yes. season's just over. They're going to, dude. They're going to lose to the Jaguars this weekend. You watch, write it down, bonus. Write that down. Okay, write that down. The Seahawks Definitely. lose to the Jaguars this weekend. Take notes. We'll put that on Purple Daily. So which team? Down. Which team? When the calendar flips to November, is going to get hot? Seattle of all the teams I just mentioned, San Francisco, just, yeah, because like the teams well, the, behind the Vikings, yes, right? yeah, because it's, it's not unusual for one for one team that, that we dismiss to get hot. Yeah, so well, Seattle, so they're they're supposed to get Russell Wilson back, so they have Jacksonville at home, and I I legitimately think they're going to lose that game. Wow, um, and then they get a bye week, and then Russell Wilson. 
So they then they have games. They have games against like they do play Green Bay and Arizona, but they play Washington, San Francisco, the Texans, the Lions, the Bears. So there's like four. Once Russell Wilson comes back, that's Seattle schedule. There's four or five games that they're going to win. Okay, yes. Um, but they still have games against the Rams and two against the Cardinals. But honestly, I think they're too far back. Now, the Vikings have a really tough schedule still, too. These next four games, right. and then you got those Bears games are not easy games, especially if they fire Matt Nagy and get a jolt. So I don't know. I But still, I just this is yours. The, the wild card spot is yours. But can you get to the division competition by winning some of these tough games is the biggest question. If there were still six teams going, I would say that the Vikings are very much a fringe team, and I'm concerned that they're probably not going to make it. But but with an extra team now, I really think the expectation, 1,000% at the very least, oh, playoff team. Absolutely. If they make like, the playoffs, no de- it's a colossal failure. Yes, yes. It, it yes. gets a lot of people fired if you do not at least sneak in to that seven spot. Yep, yep. Um, all right, we're going to pick the game here okay. in just a moment. After we talk about skinny Judd Zolgad, oh. Judd aspires to wear skinny jeans skinny, no, like yeah, hold on a Livia second. is I, helping. Livia weight control centers are fantastic, and I highly recommend oh, them, okay? But, Everybody's but nobody, talking about my tight pants. Nobody wants to see Judd Zolgad, <laughs> including my friends at Livia. They like me losing weight. They're very friendly. I go to the Tonka location. They're great to me. But you know what? They don't want to see. They don't want to see Judd Zolgad wearing the jeans that Declan Goff can. The the journey to skinny jeans has passed me by. You know what? Let's just get down to thirty six inch waist. So okay. And I am on my way there. I I uh, weighed in yesterday at Livia. 240 pounds a month ago, 223 now on my way down Big to time. 200 pounds. I'm very, very pleased. This plan is simple. It's easy. And now you can join me. First 10 weeks free. Limited time offer and soon. Livia.com. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia.com. Check them out. Tell them Score North and Judd. Mackie and Judd told you to. You will be as happy as I am. And most important, your jeans will fit well. Doesn't mean you have to wear skinny jeans. Yeah. Also, like Judd is still sipping on some beer. He's, you know, Judd's not just eating kale. Like you can lose a couple pounds a week and enjoy your life. Correct. Is what it sounds like. Which, you're at, which at my age, awesome. incredibly important. Yep. Um, all right. Vikings are right now two and a half point favorites in most sports books, but we're also seeing three point favorites in some. This started with Cowboys as like a field goal favorite. It looked like there was a big swing yesterday or sometime in the last 48 hours, maybe some sports books getting information on just Dak Prescott being unlikely to play. So this is a, this is a weird game. Judd brought up the point before the show. Is this the type of game, if it wasn't Sunday night football and the Cowboys, that they might just take off the board? It's one thing if you're like the Browns are going from Baker Mayfield to Case Keenum, right. and the sports books don't see a huge difference between those two quarterbacks, and it doesn't really impact the line. When you're going from Dak Prescott to Cooper Rush, that's like a five, six point swing and a spread. And no one knows if he's going to play. So um, two and a half point favorites right now, the Vikings are sometimes three. We're going to use two and a half just for this conversation. Sure. 73% of the bets are coming in on the Cowboys because people love betting America's team. Oh, yeah, the star. But 66% of the money is coming in on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So that might, to me, that means 
smart or uh, more like lucrative bets are coming in on the Vikings. The Vikings are 0-5 against the spread in their last five games, according to Action Network. The Cowboys are 6-0 and against the spread this season, which is very rare. You don't see those type of stuff. Uh, I've got some more information here that I will uh, give you, but just your general thoughts about the Vikings being like a field goal-ish favorite in this game. I think that's fine. I think that's fair. And, in fact, I think if Dak starts or Cooper Rush starts, I pick the Vikings to straight-up win. Now, against the spread, it's a little bit tougher because I'm not I'm not entirely sure that they will cover the spread, but I think the Vikings win, and if you told me that I had to pick, I would say that the Vikings win, and they do ultimately, if we're going with two and a half of the spread, I say that they do cover that spread. Um, so there's, there's Judd's prediction there. Um, before we get to Declan and I, here's a couple more nuggets of information. The Action Network says, to put this bluntly, these are two teams in completely different classes. Led by Dak Prescott, which again, we'll see, right. the Cowboys are first in scoring offense at 34 points per game. No team has been able to slow this offense down. I don't see that changing against a Vikings defense that's one of the worst against the run in the NFL, giving up 4.8 yards per carry, which is forced, uh, fourth worst in the NFL. And although the Vikings have the weapons in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen to give the Cowboys defense problems, that hasn't always translated to dominant performances given the conservative nature of head coach Mike Zimmer. That is preaching the choir here uh, of this show. Uh, overall, by the way, the Vikings have the second best record against the spread since Mike Zimmer took over seven years ago. They're just a great team against the spread. But after a bye, and this includes playoffs, they're only three and five against the spread, which is among the worst records. Usually coaches are better out of the, the gate against the spread. So a lot of different factors in play here. All right, Declan, who wins this game, Vikings or Cowboys? And if you want to factor in the Vikings being three, three-ish three point favorites, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think the Vikings do win. I know on, uh, on another episode, on Friday's episode, on Four Question Friday, there is the spooky factor of Cooper Rush coming in here and playing spoiler and being um, and, and, and possibly – running into a buzzsaw of a backup quarterback that you are overestimating. But I think the Vikings cover the spread and win this game if Cooper, if Cooper Rush is indeed starting. Like I, As much as the Vikings have fallen into traps with the Caleb Haney's of the world and even Matt Moore from a couple of years ago, you should absolutely roll this Cowboys team if Dak Prescott doesn't play. So I, I think they cover the spread and they win. Yeah, I, uh, I think they win either way. <laughs> I I think yeah, if if Dak was fully healthy, I would I would look at this much differently. But the Vikings have an amazing pass rush. If he's not going to be able to move around, which like you know he's not, he's not Kyler Murray mobile, but like Dak Dak's a big dude and can move around and escape some pressure. If he's going to be a statue in that pocket, the Vikings are going to get to him. And if Cooper if Cooper Rush plays, the two and a half is laughable. All right, if Cooper Rush, I know they're going to hand off and the Vikings have a hard time, but. It's a home game for the Vikings. The defense is going to absolutely uh, stifle Cooper Rush. So if Cooper Rush plays, it's a wrap. Even if Dak Prescott plays, I got the Vikings, and I got the Vikings covering as well here. Let me give you a stat yeah. here, okay? Because now, now what you read, Phil, is accurate. Like, yes, Zim is conservative. The offense drives us crazy. I get that. But for all that, that we're talking about the Cowboys, Cowboys are so improved, and look, they are good. They're in a terrible division. And uh, Trayvon Diggs, unbelievable, seven picks. 
Two stats for you. First of all, scoring defense. Cowboys are 20th, so no great shakes. Against the pass, they're 28th. Um, So here's what I want to see. And this goes back to the whole no excuses thing. If it has to be a shootout, let's go. Win it. Yeah. Like, like let, let's quit with this. And this starts with the Vikings. Let's quit with this perception of, oh, if it's not a defensive showdown, Vikings are dead. Let's put that BS aside and let's embrace what this team can do well because I like the personnel. The Cowboys are 28th against the pass. Kirk Cousins yeah, is get, having a go, good go, year. Go score 30. Exactly. So, so if you have to win 42 to 35, win the damn game that way. Agreed. Totally agree. I'm just I'm so There's tired a, there, of falling into this. Well, they don't. They're going to have to play good defense. Yes, it would help if they did. But if they don't, if they don't, and they get waxed or they don't play well, that's on them. This is why Mike Zimmer won't be back in 2022. I'm just I'm sick of just like giving in to what we think that the narrative is. If they don't play yeah. good defense, I'm so tired yeah. of that. I couldn't have said yeah. Totally agree. Go light somebody up. Yeah, dude. My God, this should be the Justin Jefferson breakout party. This should be Adam Thielen doing awkward, weird touchdown celebrations. Like, go light this defense up. Absolutely. I want to see Kirk Cousins do the gritty. He tried. Oh, it's pretty bad. It's very Judd. Yeah, very Judd. Yeah, he just basically moves like I do when I dance. Uh, The over-under here is presented by Federated. Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They're all about risk management, helping your business protect itself against outside risks keeping your employees safe, your bottom line protected, federatedinsurance.com, and click on Risk Management Corner for great resources. Remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Uh, the over-under for this game started at 55. It's now down to 53. I've seen it 52.5 in some places because there's question marks about Dak Prescott. Uh, the totals have gone over in seven of the Vikings' last eight home games. So they're playing higher scoring games than Vegas uh, looks at. You guys think the total final score of this game is 53 over or under 53? I'm going over. Mm. Over. A little shootout. Mm-hmm. I'm going shootout, yes. Yeah, because I think it's it might be absolutely necessary to engage in that type of game. And if you're not willing to and, and you're the Vikings, shame on you. I'm going over. I, I'm taking under if it's Cooper Rush. Um even if the Vikings, let, let's say the Cowboys are competitive, I mean, 28-21, that's still under 53. Like that, 53 and a half, in my opinion, is a lot for Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. Like, I, I'm, I'm shocked it's that high. So I, 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 think, it's, I think it's bit. under. I think it's under. Okay. Uh, I, the Vikings are scoring 30 points in this game. So okay. however the Cowboys want to match that. Well, if Pat P, um, if Pat P was playing, I'd probably sure. side with Dex. But, but you have to account for Breland and Dantzler. And Cooper Rush might suck, but he might not suck that bad. I mean, I I, I don't respect Cooper Rush at all. I don't. Who, well, he you don't know he anything about him. Pass him. Like, yeah, exactly. Right, but, but but I'm saying you shouldn't. Well, respect you think he's him. just like Tom Brady, just been waiting and lurking. But no, I he's going to be overwhelmed. But the Vikings uh, secondary for sure takes a hit. I Unless think. Cooper Rush plays well, but then they can sit back and Phil, camp back there it. all day. But then Phil, you <laughs> your point is a good one too. If the Cowboys can effectively run the football, and the Vikings have not shown through six games that they can stop the run. Um, well, running the football is great, but you're not going to score over. a bunch of touchdowns. Running the <laughs> no, football. but if the Vikings score, you know, thir- 35 points, it's not going to be that hard for the Cowboys to get get you to the over. 
I think if Cooper Rush plays, it's like 30 to 16. The Cowboys kick like three field goals, maybe score a touchdown. And that, so if Cooper Rush plays, I'm going under. If Dak Prescott plays, both teams score. It's like 34-30 or something. And the Vikings left to win, win the ball. Bill is taking late, Cooper Rush late. so lightly. I'm actually concerned. What do right you now. think? You guys are Declan, like so parallel. Right I'm concerned. Okay, you guys go listen to Four Question Friday and listen to the utter fear <laughs> that these guys. Breland Cooper and Rush? Cam Dantzler are your cornerbacks. They still have C.D. Lamb. Cam Dantzler was one of the better cornerbacks in the league second half last year, and he's been good so far this year. And he was benched on. Breland he wasn't even active in week in one. Game. They didn't trust him. It was Sam Darnold. Declan could have picked Sam Darnold off. Mm. It's Cooper Rush, you guys. It's Cooper Rush. I'm just saying. They're waving the white flag over. if they start Cooper Rush. I'm going over. See, this yeah. is the problem. This is the problem. You are. This is such a Vikings mentality. Oh, it's Cooper Rush. No, no problem at no. all. Rolling no. to victory. You know what? Listen to me. If it's Cooper Rush, put the pedal to the metal and score 50 yourself. Drive it to the over yourself then. Do what you did to Jacksonville in 98 when you put up like 52 against them. Here's what's amazing, all right? You have Cowboys spent the defense. entire Cowboys season defense. all summer. And you've said no excuses. There are no excuses. And, and, and you've I, said raise the bar. I agree. Have, yes. have championship expectations. That's what I said too. And then when Cooper Rush comes in as a, just a random guy off the street, right. backup quarterback, you're like, oh my no, god. No, because the no excuses oh, no. mantra is I don't want to hear we took so and so lightly. I want to. I want you. If it's Cooper Rush, destroy these guys again. The Cowboys' defense was so bad last year that there's this perception of Dan Quinn has turned this defense around. They're marginal now. They don't completely suck. But you can score a ton of points. They're 28th against the pass, and they're giving up the 20, or, or they're 20th in scoring defense. Run up the score. Score Cooper. Vikings. Let's win this game. Score Vikings on our name. Yeah. Oh, this. Cooper Rush is so good. In 2016, at Central Michigan, he completed less than 50% of his passes and threw 16 picks. Chippewas, right? At Central Michigan. He threw 16 picks in the mask, dude. Is it the Chippewas? I don't know. I don't know. Central Michigan. I think I saw him play. so many directional I think I saw him play the Hawkeyes once in a non-conference game down in. Oh, I bet that was really. You probably saw Cooper Rush. I dragged on to that game. No, that was well before. Yeah, I did. I did. I was like, I want to see the stadium. That is the definition of dragging. Let's go. And she was okay. Uh, yes, Central Michigan Chippewas. Take that. I, know right, I got a few few props here for you guys. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, Kirk Cousins over or under 298 yards, according to Action Network. Over. Just passing along. I'll go over. Three, 315. Yeah, I'll go over two. 315. He's going to have a day. I'll go over. I think he's going to have a day. I think it's going to be under because I think I think they're going to also try and establish, hashtag establish yeah, the run quite out. a bit with Dalvin here. Okay. I'm out on that. Uh, Justin Jefferson over or under eighty-seven and a half receiving yards. Oh, slap the over. Better be over. Yeah. If it's yeah, not, that, I'm firing give me those people. triple digits. Flat Monday flat morning, flat. I am dismissing people if it's not over. So Vikings win forty-two to I'm ten. But Jefferson go. Jefferson goes for seventy-nine passing yards. Mm-hmm. Sorry, someone's got to mismanagement. Held accountable. Good yep. yep. This <laughs> is his game. This is his night. This is his day. And then Dalvin eighty and a half rushing yards over or under. Eight, well, 88, what was it, 80? 80 and a half. 80 and a half. Go ahead, Dex. I, I'll say under. I'll say under. I think they're going to pick an emphasis on trying to stop Dalvin and then make Kirk throw the ball. So I, I'm, I'm going to go with under. I'm going to agree. Yeah. I'm very torn I'll go here. over. I'm I very think, torn I think here. This, is a, this is a JJ and Dalvin game here. I'm, I'm going to go over. I'm very torn here. This is the, the, the These two guys are going to bust out on a national platform here. Hope you're right. 
So there you go. Purple Fun. props. Uh, over. I know you got to be responsible because you know you're you're uh, you're on a mission to get down to two hundred pounds. But if yeah. I said over or under, let's say two and a half surlies this weekend. Oh, you know, you know what the answer is. To, to that one. It's the weekend. It's a football weekend. The oh, over, yeah. Surly. And you know what? Don't just say football. Surly. Say Surly Furious IPAs because that is what we will be crushing at the Zolgad Estate as we watch college football on Saturday. I got to be careful on Sunday because I've got to work the game. But nonetheless, the over, and I suggest that you join me in picking up your Surly Furious IPAs. Minnesota's favorite and heck five state area. We've been talking about the world best the IPA, world. best IPA because you know why it, it's the best because none of us want to settle. We all want to get surly. Yep, uh, we want to make. Speaking of not settling, we want to make vent line on Sunday night the biggest vent line ever. We've been doing vent line on the radio for years. We did vent line, uh, yeah, for like five or six years on the radio and. Now it's transitioned to more of a YouTube podcast show, but we're going to be live as we always are right after the game is over on Sunday night on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Click subscribe. Thank you. We want to make it the biggest Vikings vent line ever. Win or lose. If they lose, people are going to be pissed. If they win, it's above 500. You just beat a contending team and it's game on, right? So let's do it. Halloween night. Bring your costumes. If you're going to jump on, you can email us, vikingsventline at gmail.com. This will be a blast, boys. And we got some exciting news, too, from our friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah. At Surly. We will be, should we, yeah, let's, let's yes, so we're going to, we're going to start with the vent of the night brought to you by Surly Brewing Company. So, uh, and it's going to be every week, right? Yes. So starting this Sunday, every week. My friend Dave uh, worked the win- was great. You're the, the winner. So if you bring the vent of the night and we choose you, then you'll get a, a night for four people at the Surly, uh, uh, the Surly Beer Hall. Easy for me to say. Two appetizers, four entrees, three beers per oh, person. So just like we can't, and we can't oh win this, Judd. Otherwise, Judd and I would just would would, would be. You know what we're second. trying to do, Dex? We're trying mm-hmm. to share the wealth to right. let people know what we know. Surly's the best. Dude, the vent of the night. So we're gonna have a go. blast on Sunday night. Win or lose, we're either going to be your therapist or your uh, your your party organizers. Thanks for hanging out with us here. Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350, 3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX. With the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500. Awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.